0: Welcome to our broadcast. This is the first time we're doing an interview on WilsonLiling.com, And today I'm really excited because I'm going to do an interview with Pastor Simon. Pastor Simon was the president of Hope International Ministries for the past decade, and he recently passed it over to me. So I'm really excited because in so many ways, Pastor Simon has been my inspiration, my mentor. He's been an example to me in so many different areas. And one of the key strengths of Pastor Simon is his tremendous pastoral heart. And this is something that he's so well known for within our family of churches. And and one of the things uh, we really want to find out from Pastor Simon today is how does he help care for leaders across the huge distances? You see, as a family of churches, we have churches in many different countries, even across continents. And so Pastor Simon has been really caring for and leading and helping so many different leaders uh, in many different parts of the world. So we'd like to glean some insights from Pastor Simon because after all these many years, he surely has many gold nuggets of wisdom that he can share with us. So Pastor Simon, welcome again. Uh, It's so wonderful to have you uh, all the way back in Kuala Lumpur. Can you say, uh, in- say hi to the, all of us?
1: Hi! Wow, this is really great with technology, you know? Uh, Wilson's back in Brisbane, mm. I'm here in Kuala Lumpur and we're doing just virtual, but it seems so real that we're able mm. to communicate. And uh, more than that, it's touching so many of our pastors and leaders all over the world. Thanks, Wilson.
0: Yes. So, well, I'd like to start asking you some questions. As I mentioned, we have had to, in particular, care for many different leaders across Huge distances. Uh, from your experience, what are some of the foundational things that you find really helps to set up this uh, relationship? Amen.
1: Thanks for the privilege, uh, Wilson. I am so happy to share uh, with our leaders and pastors all over the world. I, uh, you know, as I was reflecting on uh, preparation, uh, preparing for this uh, this sharing, I, I, I just reflect back. You know, I've been I've been doing this like more than twenty years and uh, you know our movement is mm. a global movement with a family of leaders all over the world and i'm i'm so honored and privileged that i've been able to connect with pastors now from africa pastors from india pastors with uh you know in south america our brother oscar and uh and then ho chi Minh city with our our family there etc i'm i'm truly privileged i i'm glad i'm able to do this so I have uh, I've also gone into the scripture uh, as I look at Romans chapter one, for example, and taking my inspiration from Paul, uh, reading from verse eight onwards to thirteen. Paul said, "First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve with my whole heart, in preaching the gospel of His Son." Is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times, and I pray that now at last, by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong, that is that you, you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I planned many times to come to you, but have been prevented from doing so, until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have had among the other Gentiles. So, thanks again for the privilege of doing this, Wilson.
0: Wonderful! It's really wonderful. So, share with us. So, what what are some of the keys that you have learned to uh, those foundational things that oh, help you relate with people?
1: Right. Okay. Uh, let me start with the first area. The first area is in building friendship. Uh, friendship mm-hmm. that eventually leads to something deeper. The passage that I read just now from Romans chapter one, I I could see Paul's heart, Paul's longing to be able to to talk to the Romans, and it's it's kind of like throughout all his epistles, Paul was always building uh, friendship and is building relationship. You know, to Paul. Talking to his leaders, talking to the people that he related with, it was not just a duty, it was not just a one-off thing. You know, many times when we talk to leaders, especially when they are so far away, we might just connect like, oh hey, how are you? You know, uh, how are you doing? How are you doing through this pandemic? How are you doing? How's your church doing? How are things are. It, it just stopped at a one-off thing and it is like a duty that I have to do. Maybe I've been assigned to do this. But for me, it is more than a one-off. It is more than a friendship. I'm building a long-term relationship. I'm doing this so that I can actually connect uh, deep from my heart, I'm building a long-term relationship. That relationship opens the way for me to be able to find out more than just ministry. I'm interested in them as one of uh, a person whom I care for very much a person who I really long to talk to again the next time the next time the next time so I'm building a friendship I'm building a relationship that will last not just a short duration I'm looking at a long term thing how how can I pastorally actually really care for them just like how Paul has been inspired to do, do, do that throughout the whole episodes. So it's a relationship, it's a deeper covenantal thing.
0: So you're saying there's a, a real authenticity, a sincerity from your heart that kind of, I guess, motivates you to do these things? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and from flowing from that, what else uh, are some of the foundational things that you, you would do? Uh,
1: well, let me see, just, just taking a look at my, my notes here. Uh, Okay, so from the from the relationship, actually I do a holistic care uh in order to build it deeper, in order to make it solid. I'm I'm not just interested in the ministry. I'm interested in them. Uh for example, right now with the pandemic, I'm asking Pastor Ravi, who's in India, hey how how are our leaders doing financially? How are they doing with their health-wise? Mm-hmm. How are their family doing, you know? So I, 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 I try mm-hmm. to really care for more than just uh, a work thing. I want to care for them for their lives. Mm-hmm. I'm caring for them in their family. I'm actually caring for them holistically.
0: Incredible. Uh, I, can, I can just see your heart that you're trying to really care for the whole person and even the family situation. Yeah. That's, that's really powerful. I think that's incredible. Uh, So besides this uh, friendship that you've been building, is there any other things that you you really try to build into this relationship that you're fostering Ah. with all these different leaders?
1: Okay, so the friendship and the relationship and the holistic thing forms my, my beginning. So they know that I'm not just doing a formal duty to look after them. Okay, so moving on from there, uh, I go on to the area of making my time with them really beneficial. Okay? So, you know, one of the things with leaders and pastors and people who are in ministry, uh, I understand that they want to see some fruits, they want to see the success in the ministry, they want to see that when I'm talking to my leader. When I'm talking to the person who is senior above me, like a uh, pastoral care or president or, or elder, uh, I try to make it such that it will be a meaningful, helpful, fruitful, beneficial time with them. So I try to volunteer, I try to help them with uh, contents in the discussion that will be helpful for them. Okay, what, what are some of the helpful contents, for example? In in the passage that we just read, Romans chapter 1, Paul was saying that I want to come and visit you so that I may impart spiritual gifts to you. That's Romans chapter 1, verse 11. And uh, then when he he spoke about uh, times with Timothy and sending Timothy, 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, he said that I want to encourage you and strengthen you in your faith. So. Paul, Paul's method was to really benefit them to impart to them and to encourage them to strengthen them. So that's what I I try to do as well. Every conversation that I have with the pastor, I make it beneficial for them. I want to pray for them, I want to encourage them, I want to see that their ministry will advance, that they will See fruits from this time of sharing, this this one hour, one and a half hour with me. So I I'm I'm really uh, wanting to advance their ministry. I would advance their gifting in their life. I would advance their church, and I I think this has been a a, a key that I try to do. That I you know uh, if, yes. if if we talk to our life group leader or we are shepherding in our local church. If it is only fellowship, fellowship, we can have coffee, we can have nice food around in Kuala Lumpur, in Piet Padang Jaya, we can do all, a lot of relational thing. But after a while, it is just fellowship, you know. Uh, to make it really deeper, purposeful, I want to help this leader advance. So I try to really build good contents into the time together. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I, I, I try to focus on very, very deeply So I,
0: I can see that uh, you, know, you are very much thinking not just as a friend but you're thinking as a leader who is mm. trying to benefit this fellow leader you're, you're trying to come in and be intentional that's with right. your, not just your friendship yeah. but you're, you're trying to make that friendship uh, beneficial and it enhances the, uh, them yeah. as well like a, a leader that would help another yeah. leader. Uh, that's, that's really uh, tremendous. So, you're saying that you would uh, try to share things with them, that you would, uh, I guess, in- inspire them or help them out with maybe some mm. issues that, mm. that, that they yes. will face yes. with. Uh, is there a- anything else that you have found helpful okay. in this sort of uh, approach that yeah. you take? Just,
1: just to add on to the thought before, you know, uh, Wilson, I. I'm a father's many of us are fathers and you know as we are raising our children we always desire our children to do well in their lives okay it's their future it's their success it's something that god has built in them and so i'm i'm looking at developing that potential i'm i'm really thinking like a father i'm thinking like a leader i'm thinking like a shepherd i want my sheep to advance I want my leader to hit the mark that God has put in their life. And you know, and if God has used me in this part of the journey, I would be so happy to see them reach that potential for God. So you know that—that's the heart. That's that's how I'm—I'm I'm wired, both in my children and in all the leaders that I—I I manage to be able to spend time with. Okay, so. Uh, moving further from yes. that, again, I take another cue from from Paul and all his epistles. The the another key area, and so far, I I would think this would be the third area is constantly bringing them in my heart and in my mind. So I call this area mindfulness. Mindfulness, you, you know, across yes. the distance and the miles and. Because I am so busy myself, and a lot of us are busy over our ministry, our local church, etc., uh, one of the areas that might happen is called out of sight, out of mind, right? After all, they're so far away. Africa is so far away, uh, India is so far away. South America is so extremely far away, you know, and I'm it's so easy for me to just focus on my own uh, local ministry. I've got so many. Things in Malaysia that I can do.
0: Yeah, I totally understand that. I totally understand that. You know, uh I'm the kind of guy that sometimes if I don't see, I forget. Yeah. Uh so many other different agendas, tasks, things to do just crowds out my mind. And so I think it's a great point that you're making about mindfulness. And yeah, tell us more about what, what are the different things you do to help you maintain this
1: mind. Okay. So I I mentioned again as I mentioned uh, in Paul's epistles, you, you know, as I read through his epistles again, I'm so inspired by Paul. He would write to so many of the you know whether it's Philippians, whether it's Colossians, whether it's Thessalonians. You will see it interspersed. You can you can look through it. For example, in the Philippians chapter one verse seven, he would say, "I'm having you in my hearts and in my thoughts." In Romans, he would say, "I'm constantly praying for you." You know. So, mindfulness speaks about having them upon our hearts and upon our thoughts. So, Paul would often say, you know, hey, I'm, I'm having you upon my heart. And I, I, I try to do that. Like I mentioned, I'm not just interested in the ministry only. I'm interested in their holistic. How is their life? How is their family? How are they extending themselves overall? You know? So, having one, one, having them upon our hearts and our thoughts, secondly, moving from that, when we have them on our hearts and our thoughts, the next area is really praying for them. Paul is constantly, constantly, throughout his whole epistle, he's constantly praying for them. You know, Romans is praying for them. Ephesians chapter 1, 16, he says, I have not stopped praying for you. Colossians 1:9, he's always observing and praying for them. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse eleven, It's amazing. You know, Paul is. Having so vast a ministry, but yet he's constantly praying for them. So while while mindfulness is having them on our thoughts and hearts and praying for them, he's also taking opportunities of sending, sending, sending Timothy, sending a uh, 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 Perpetua, sending this person, that person. You know. So I I think mindfulness yes. speaks more than just I'm interested in you. It speaks about the fact that hey. You are thinking about me, even though you are so busy, even hmm. though you have so much on your plate, but yet you're thinking about me. I remembered one time, you know that uh, that uh, uh, some one of our key leader was having his father who was unwell, and uh, and and uh, I I send a text, I send a message, I even communicated and tell them that hey I'm I'm actually remembering what is happening with your father and he was like wow you know it was blown away kind of thing so uh, folks i just want to encourage us mindfulness is a very important area our people will be so so touched deeply when they know that we are thinking about them can i add one more area about mindfulness and that is putting putting schedules dates appointments in your diary i'm I'm good with this. I I, I realize that uh, over learning over the years, if I finish talking to this uh, particular leader, I might say, hey, okay, yeah, we'll talk again the next time round, you know, we're gonna communicate again. And then time flies so fast. The weeks go by so fast, the months go by so fast. And before you realize it, it's already two months. It's three months. And you know, the next time you want to talk to them again, you realize that, oh wow, you know, it's been two, three months already, I haven't spoken to my leader. So, mindfulness speaks to me that I need to commit a date, I need to commit a schedule, I need to commit a time. And I always do that once I finish this, I either cite the next date or I follow up within the week, we're going to talk again the next time around.
0: Wow, so I'm hearing it in mindfulness, you got to make sure you're thinking about them, is praying for them, Uh, you even put schedule them in, so that you talk to them again or contact them again. So, so I can see that in many ways you're really intentional, that you really want to make sure that they are at the forefront of your heart, you know, so that you can mm. really begin to care for them and right. keep your connection with them. That's just incredible. And you know, I, I really thank God that we do have all this technology nowadays that enables us to do this in a more easier way, even though we can't actually, you know, always travel across the distance. But, um, you know, when, is, how important is it for us to actually uh, come to contact with them, not, not just by all these texts and zooms and stuff, but how important is it for us to actually meet up, occasionally, face uh, to face, yeah. according to your experience?
1: Yeah, again, I, uh, I again, I've been, uh, I've been doing this and enjoying this uh, physical visits. You know, before this pandemic, I, mm. I think ever since I became elder and ever since I became president, uh, it's always been on my heart that the best connection is a face-to-face connection. The best connection is a heart-to-heart mm-hmm. connection. And a good connection, uh, I don't know whether it's one of the best, is... Stomach to stomach connection, you know when you <laughs>
0: stomach to stomach. <laughs> I, I just
1: coined this up. When you sit down and have a meal together, you know in in uh, in West Africa, in Liberia, in DRC that I've been, you know it's a very basic meal that our leaders provide for us. It's nothing fanciful like what we are able to enjoy in many of our meals, etc. But you know I. I discovered that when you sit down face to face, heart to heart, stomach to stomach, that you're actually enjoying their food. Man, it speaks a lot to them, you know. Uh, I learned this when I was in my early years in ministry in Borneo, in Sarawak, in Kuching. Uh, you know, many of the natives would really welcome you into their home, especially when it's their major festival. And, and you know, I would sit down, and some of the food were really, really uh, uh, foreign to me and uh they they love you to taste their food they love you to taste the rice wine you know and if i i could see that in the body language in their facial expression if i if i if i kind of like shy away that uh, uh i don't take this you know uh, i i don't like this you know wow it i could see from their facial language that it communicates oh you don't really you don't really appreciate our culture so that's why i say stomach to stomach as well so Face to face is a tremendous time. You know, technology is great. Communicating over the phone, texting, messaging is great. But do like what Paul has done. He would always say, "I long to visit you. You, you, you know, uh, I, I have been waiting for this opportunity. I've been waiting for the door to open. And you know, I, I, I think when we're able to sit down and just listen to their." not the facial only not their words only you listen to the heart wow you know we talk about ourselves as a family of churches a family must have physical connection a family must sit down and be able to have a meal and talk together so i i i think further to technology i really long to be able to make that physical connection i think that speaks that speaks volumes more than what we're trying to do. Wow,
0: that's just great. Yeah, I, I love that stomach-to-stomach <laughs> stomach thing. Uh, I, I, think, I think the problem is that stomach gets too big after a while with all these uh, lots and lots of meals, lots and lots uh, of you, rice. You know, Wilson, even even <laughs> with the uh,
1: years and times <laughs> that I visited in Brisbane, you know, you, you've always brought me to stay at your <laughs> home. It was not at a hotel. It was not yes. at someone else's home. The times that we we have breakfast, mm. you know, and you cook your, you cook your favourite sausages and, and Lang cooking the dinners. It, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's that connection and, and that time together, you know, that, yes. that builds and cement mm. our deeper relationships.
0: Yeah, and I, I like that too. I actually prefer usually to stay in other people's houses rather than yeah. stay in some hotel, because it's that interaction, that fellowship, just watching one another's daily life, that really, uh, you know, brings that level of connection yeah. one with another. And, and, and yeah, I really miss that. I think one of the things we're missing at the moment in this pandemic is our conferences, our ability to gather from across the world. And I'm really looking forward for us to be able yeah. to do more of that. I, uh, I can once share another again.
1: testimony, you know, Wilson, with this. Uh, when I went to visit Pastor Ravi in Hyderabad, uh, that time I was already president, elder, etc., you know. So uh, we we did the meetings and and so on, and then to his surprise, I said, "Hey, Pastor Ravi, I'm, I'm I'm going to stay at your house, you know." And uh, he was like, "Huh? Really? You're gonna to, to stay in my house?" And uh, he quickly prepared the master bedroom, you know, where he and Perimela, his wife, were staying because they didn't have a special room at the time. And you know, after that, we showered. We we had his, uh, you know, he didn't have hot water. Hot water uh, a connection, like like what what you know typical developed houses would be. He had to boil the hot water, mix it into a a pail, etc. You know, and after we did all that, we sat in the after dinner. We sat around at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and and he was really surprised. You know, he said, "Wow, Pastor Simon, you know, I I never I never realized that you chose to stay at my house. Most invited guests." When they're president, when they're in an international movement, they ask for three-star, four-star, five-star hotel. They ask for all the you know usual comforts that are accompanying the, the role and the title. And and he was saying, wow, you know, I'm really I'm really privileged and and, and happy, you know, that you chose to stay at my house. And you know, same with his family, mm-hmm. we got to know the three boys and uh, and build that that family relationship with them you know so that, that was really something special for me too yes. you know, not just for him
0: mm, yeah it's wonderful I, I also had the opportunity to stay at, at his house yeah so that was yeah. great <laughs> so well uh is there anything else that you, you would add to this uh you know we're gonna have we're gonna close soon what's what what is it can i ask you what is it that motivates you to really care so much about all these wonderful people around us.
1: Uh, besides myself being a personable person, uh, now that we we understand ministry, we understand the example that is set by Jesus and set by Paul, you, you know, one of the areas I love very much is discipleship. And you know, looking into the gospel, Jesus chose the twelve. And then he brought the 12 to go around with him, stay with him, eat with him, meet the people, did the ministry, demonstrated the kingdom values, you know, and the and the kingdom power to the people. So I, me therefore, trying to learn from all these uh, principles and examples, I tried to use that as a means of advancing God's people. In God's ministry. And I I honestly I found that over 20, 30 years, this has been a very powerful thing which I never did before I joined Hope International family. I, I was a pulpit person. I related when I needed to, when I could, and when I wanted to. But being in Hope Family is something special because we talked about discipleship, we talked about getting into a covenantal relationship. And I found, therefore, that some of the things that I've shared really opens the door into people's lives. And it, like I said, it advances Mm. God's people, God's leaders, into God's ministry in a very much more fruitful way.
0: Wonderful, yeah. It's, It's just great to hear your heart. You know, I remember Jesus near the end of his ministry on earth, he said to his disciples, I no longer yep. call you servants, but yep. I call you friends. I, I think it's just so wonderful when so many of the people we start working with, eventually mm. they become our friends. And I, I think that's mm. just one of the wonderful things. So, Pastor Simon, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. It's just been uh, so helpful, and I pray that it will be inspiring to so many of our listeners. Amen. So, thank you once thank again you for joining us. Thanks really Wilson appreciate you, for Pastor Simon. Me. God bless you. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. We trust you've been blessed by the Word today. Do visit www.wilsonlyling.com for more messages and teachings. For the latest news and updates, follow Facebook and Instagram, wilson.lyling.